Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Website Coach Podcast. This week, I'm going to talk about my SEO journey, how I went from being unknown, not ranking at all on Google, to the top of page one. So when I first launched Beyond the Kitchen Table, almost six years ago now, my primary focus was on creating a visually appealing website that would captivate visitors. And back then, SEO wasn't particularly on my radar. And it showed. I wasn't getting clients through Google searches. Probably because I wasn't coming up for the kind of things that people search for when they're looking for a website designer. Yes, that's an important factor. Just having a website, even a professionally built one, is not enough to get found through Google. Around four years ago, I started to learn about SEO. And as I've discussed in previous podcast episodes, my two biggest sources of clients are referrals from existing clients and word of mouth, driven by my networking efforts. But clients have also found me through Instagram and SEO. And while referrals and word of mouth continue to be my main sources of clients, what I've seen is a significant increase in clients who discover my website through Google searches, and then they like what they see, schedule a call and become clients. And one of the great things about being found through SEO is that it's what I would consider to be passive marketing. You need to invest the effort to rank well on Google up front. But after that, while it's not entirely hands-off, it's significantly less demanding than the constant upkeep required for social media or networking. Because you know that if you don't keep going to networking events or if you stop your social media efforts, the clients from these sources just start to drop off. You have to keep feeding the machine. And it's frustrating, isn't it? (laughs) Because when you get busy with clients, the last thing you want to be doing is posting on social media. SEO is different. It doesn't need constant attention, although it does need some. So your website can attract potential clients while you focus on other aspects of your business, like serving the clients. It's so much more forgiving of a stop-start approach. And in this episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes of my business and I'm revealing the strategies and tactics that I've used personally on my SEO journey. If you're keen to understand more about SEO and learn the ropes, then please do join my new SEO course, which starts at the end of September, September 2023, for those tuning in after this podcast release. Um, And this course is designed to equip you with the knowledge and skills needed to take charge of your own SEO journey, just like I did. And you can sign up at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash SEO hyphen course. So whether you're a small business owner looking to enhance your online presence or just curious about the world of SEO, this episode is for you. Let's dive in. And let's start by rewinding back to 2017 when I built my very first website for Beyond the Kitchen Table. It wasn't my very first website, but it was the first one for this business. And on the homepage, I talked about kitchen tables being the place where people dreamt and planned their small businesses. Because lots of people run their business from their kitchen table. You might well do that. It's at the heart of the start of the small business journey. 
and obviously it inspired the name of my business. I thought this was pretty good content. It was empathetic, it was empowering, and it was inspiring. But it talked about kitchen tables. It didn't talk about websites or website design. And as a result, I started to rank for kitchen tables, not websites. Whoops. So the very first lesson I learned about SEO, and I learned it by accident, was that you rank for what you write about, not necessarily what you do or what you might want to rank for. And this is a mistake I see so many small business owners make. They talk in riddles, which is fine. They might not realise they're talking in riddles, but they, they do talk in riddles. And that's fine when you're talking to people face to face. But Google doesn't understand that you're talking about something else. It might be clever, but it's not that clever. So, on my website, I switched to talking about website design in Seven Oaks. And this helped me to get found for website design in Seven Oaks. But I found I was ranking behind other website designers and sometimes even other non website design businesses. So, what did I do next? Well, I went to a couple of talks on SEO, I found some YouTube videos. I read a couple of books. I haven't found any good books on SEO, to be honest. And I bought a course. I was keen to learn more so that I could rank more highly. Over the past four years, I've invested a lot in learning about SEO. I'd guess I've spent well over 100 hours on SEO and over £1,000. And that's just in learning about SEO. That's not actually in terms of putting it into practice. And what I found is that Most people who are teaching or doing SEO are very technical and they make it seem far more complicated than it actually is. There's lots of talk about things like minifying CSS when this really misses the point. I don't know why, but SEO professionals make SEO seem like a dark art. It's not. So as I listened to these talks and uh, went through these YouTube videos, I began to piece together the bits and pieces to understand what SEO is really about. Now, I didn't actually go through the course I bought until this summer, um, and that course has been brilliant. It's aimed at professionals rather than small business owners, but it went over everything thoroughly, filling in some gaps I had and explained things clearly. The person teaching it has run SEO for the likes of PayPal and Airbnb, and he really knows his stuff, and he's also very good at being able to explain it. One of the things I learned from the talks, the YouTube videos and reinforced on the course was the importance of being considered more authoritative and how getting backlinks helps you to do that. So I set out to get some links to my website from other good websites. Now, I have done this as and when I have the time. I've been both reactive and proactive. So what do I mean by that? Well, I followed the Twitter hashtag journoRequest. That got me in Forbes twice, as well as some other links. I also joined a PR group that advertises PR opportunities. That's got me in the Metro, the iNewspaper, the Guardian, and several more niche websites. All with links back to my website. That coveted backlink. And I spent a few minutes most days having a quick look for opportunities, and I respond to those that I think are appropriate. It's really easy to do. I've also reached out to a number of websites to write guest blogs for them. This is what I mean by being proactive. And that's got me a few more backlinks from websites with high authority too. And the great thing about those is I do them sporadically. So I'll research places that accept guest posts 
then I'll contact them. Not everybody gets back to me, but the ones that have have been really helpful. What else have I been doing? Well, I've been writing blog posts on my website since the early days, and I've now got over 70 blog posts published. I've always just written about what I want to write about, rather than trying to rank for any particular terms. To be honest, that's still the approach that I take, because a lot of my blog posts are the same as my podcast episodes. And the first breakthrough I got from a blog was when I noticed one of my blog posts was getting a lot of traffic. I did a search on the topic of the post, and to much to my surprise, shock probably, I saw that I ranked in the top three for that question. I was even ranking ahead of an article on the same subject by Forbes, and they've got a much higher authority than my website has. And by revising that post, I've managed to get to the number one position. Then I saw another post started to get a lot of traffic. Not only did that post get to the top of Google, it became a featured snippet. So it was right at the very top with a list that showed the post in more detail. I mean, bingo, that's exactly what you want. And about half a dozen posts have driven a significant amount of traffic to my website. Now, please bear in mind that that's about 10% of my blog posts. The rest haven't ranked at all, or at least not for terms that drive a lot of traffic. What it's shown me is that good content is the most important thing to get found through SEO. And I've talked about this many times on the podcast before. I also set up a Google My Business profile, and that's been another leap forward. It took a while to rank. But depending on where in Seven Oaks you search from, I'm now top of the map for web design Seven Oaks, or some variation of that phrase. And the remarkable thing about this is there are some big digital marketing agencies locally. Agencies that specialise in both web design and SEO. I really shouldn't be at the top. But through putting in the effort, particularly in asking clients for a Google review, I have managed to get there. Now, I mentioned that other than website design, Seven Oaks, I haven't tried to target any particular words or phrases that people might be typing into Google. But I recently did some keyword research, and I found that web design Kent was searched for significantly more than web design Seven Oaks. So about two months ago, I revised some of my content to try to rank for this term. Now, there are tons of website designers in Kent, and as effectively a solopreneur who's been in business for less than 10 years, I should not be ranking. There are much bigger and more established agencies. But guess what? I am. This morning, I was at number five. It's been climbing over the last month or so. That's in less than two months. Number five. Absolutely insane. I'm hoping to do better than that, of course. I want to be in the top three. But the effort that I've put into this is already bringing me lead. This really is doable. But I would say the only reason I've been able to get there so quickly is because of the work I've put in over the past four years. It's like that saying, isn't it? The overnight success that's taken 10 years in the making. Because SEO is not like social media, where you can put out a post and you can get an immediate result. Although, to be honest, that doesn't happen as much these days. It's a cumulative effort. Could I have got there quicker? Absolutely, yes, I could have. I could have got there quicker if I had understood what I could do myself as a small business owner. And while a lot of people assume you need to be techie to do SEO, that is a myth. In fact, I actually did a whole podcast episode on whether you can do SEO yourself. You do not need any technical knowledge. 
Now, if you're in a very competitive space, there are some technical things that would help. But you shouldn't try to do these yourself. These should be outsourced. But for most small businesses, trying to compete with other small businesses, these things are just not necessary. And if you want to know what I have done, but without having to piece knowledge together from lots of sources or pay $1,000 for the SEO course I took, then I've got the answer for you. I've got a new course, SEO Made Simple, which is designed to teach small business owners how to do their own SEO. We start 25th of September, 2023. Yes, people have joined the group already. In fact, we're almost half full. It's going to be a small group. So if you do want to book, please do so before the spaces go. I expect them to have all gone before we start on the 25th of September. So please don't leave it too late. Um, And we'll go through what you need to do step by step. We'll start with, if you like, the low-hanging fruit, uh, what most small business owners need to do. Then we'll go through what those in more competitive areas need to do in addition. This is all to get you ranking on Google, the terms people searching for business like yours are searching for. So you can find out more and book at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash SEO hyphen course. And I'll put that link in the show notes, of course. That's it for this week. Hope you have a great week and I will see you next week. I'd love to you to join me on my course. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.